1: Welcome, Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest
0: in high-tech products and services, and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Born on the radio, raised by technology, you're tuned Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, March 19th, 2021. And coming to you from the Dexcom G6 Studios, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA-permitted for kids ages 2 and up. Visit Dexcom.com. And yes, in spite of me not sounding like me, I am Dave Graveline.
1: I am Chris Graveline.
0: You know, Nosomi on our staff has said that he wants to start a new movement, DVM. Oh? Dave's voice matters. <laughs> He messaged me that earlier today, and I thought, you know, go for it, because, yeah, I I could break an arm or a leg and still make a living, but this is going on two months now, probably more than two months. Never had this happen this long, where my voice is just gone,
1: mostly. Well, because your voice is telling you that after 26 years, it needs a vacation. I definitely need a vacation, and I'd take my voice with me. Well, yeah. well, you have taken like probably, I think, two vacations in the last 26 years, so you know. yeah, but but, it's time for a third. But, but
0: one month in the hospital with the COVID doesn't count as a no. vacation. Well, that's true. I can attest to that.
1: Okay, so you've taken one vacation in the last yeah, 26 years. That's true.
0: That was fun <laughs> when we went to with Cameron to uh, Yellowstone and spent, what, four days. We were in a bed and breakfast. It was a log cabin. He had the most fun seeing all the buffaloes or bison. He didn't want to eat a bison burger, though, after that.
1: But it's mm-hmm. so good. It's yummy. And I think my favorite part of it was the four-day break from tech. Yeah, because, <laughs> boy, we had no cellular yeah. service. Even as, a tech, even as a tech show, we understand that sometimes you just need a break. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you do. And you definitely need a break from your tech. Not from your tech show. Right. So continue in spite of my poor voice. And I'm sorry you have to listen to it. I know you don't have to, but thank you for doing so anyway. But in spite of that... We appreciate you, as does uh, the fact that, as does the fact. See, it's apparently COVID brain and vocal cords during this whole mess. But being your gas ex for technology, uh, folks like Erasmo working with us out of New York and Erasmo in South Beach. Did I Or, say? or
1: Horatio in Hor- New York.
0: Wow, I am really in, in trouble. Erasmo's in South Beach, Horatio's yes. in New York. And right. that's, Well, they could have swapped places. Yeah, But I don't think Rosmo's wife, Vicky would have appreciated that. No. Uh, anyway, Kim and Coconut at Creek, Beth and Naples, and of course, Nosomi in Hialeah Gardens, who uh, says, DVM, Dave's Voice Matters. He's starting that movement. I don't know who's going to pay attention to it, other than my ear, nose, and throat doctor, and he's doing all he can. I have to do more of what he ordered me to do, though, and that is to
1: shut up. Yeah. that's you know, yeah. Tell, a, tell a talk show host to shut up. That's good. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Does he realize that that not only your livelihood, but the livelihood of your entire staff rides on your voice?
0: uh, Yeah, (laughs) he commented about that. And as a matter of fact, we're hearing from his wife coming up in a couple of minutes on the show with a very good question. So uh, thanks to Dr. Goldberg. And uh, Lisa's coming up out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, with a cool question. Again, uh, so, Doc, if you're listening, help. What else can I do? Other than scope me through the nose and down the throat again. Oh, God. Don't they make like an MRI for that or an x-ray or something? (laughs) (laughs) You would think. Or put me under or something and do whatever you got to do. That's just weird. But at least he gets a good look. I still want to see what my vocal cords
1: look like, though. Anyway, how about some tech news and commentary, and then we will jump to more of our calls. Samsung appears to have confirmed that we won't be getting any new uh, Galaxy Note phones this year. Yeah, wimps. (laughs) Yeah, like we care. (laughs) (laughs) During its annual shareholders meeting this past Wednesday, co-CEO DJ Ko said the company may skip introducing its next flagship Note in 2021, but is looking to next year. He said, Note Series is positioned as a high-end model in our business portfolio. It could be a burden to unveil two flagship models in a year, so it might be difficult to release Note Model in the second half of 2021. Yeah. Basically saying, yeah, we can't do that. We can't do two good phones. I know. At once. They went from Note 9 to Note
0: 20. What happened to 10 through 19? No clue. Um, and now they're not going to introduce another Note. And I've had Notes for years, since the first one, and had been, up till now, my preferred device. I'm not sure what my preferred device should be now.
1: Yeah, but how how good's your current note working for you?
0: Not well, <laughs> not well.
1: You, you know, you've got the only phone I've ever seen with with screen burn-in.
0: I know, and you would think that's not possible with newer screens <laughs> these days and stuff. But yeah, thank you, Samsung. They they burned in my screen, and it's very difficult. You should see when I when I finish doing something on my phone if I don't turn it off right away or at least turn the screen off, then I have to go to, like, two or three other home screens just so the burn-in changes slightly.
1: You know, you could get a new phone.
0: <laughs> I am the, not going to get an iphone you
1: know, Even if it's not an iPhone, they, you know, they let you finance these $20,000 phones now so you can pay for them over two years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the real reason that uh,
0: DJ Co. or whatever it is from Samsung said no new Note phone is because, A... They're just ridiculously, stupidly expensive for no reason, frankly. And B, they're having trouble getting chips. That, of course, everybody's blaming everything on COVID, whether it's a good excuse or not. But that's certainly one of the issues. And they're just saying, you know what, it's just not worth it. So instead, they're
1: selling cheaper
0: phones. Yeah.
1: You know, and we seem to have come full circle with these phones. I remember years ago on the show, we were saying, you know, isn't it great that we don't have to pay $1,500 for a, a cell phone anymore like they yeah. were when they first came out? And now they're even more than that. I know. <laughs> it's really
0: absurd. Uh, well, not that anyone cares about these award shows anymore, but streaming services rule the 2021 Oscar nominations. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, The the 93rd Academy Awards that nobody's going to watch anyway may just be another big year for streaming services. If this year's nominations are any indication, Netflix led the pack with the most nominations of any distributor or service, notching a record 35 nominations for its various titles. Amazon Studios also received its highest ever Oscar nomination tally with 12 nods, Hulu, scored a nomination while Disney Plus and Apple received their first Oscar nomination since launching. So that part is the tech side. It's all about streaming. So these networks and even HBO and Cinemax and is Cinemax still around I don't know. and Showtime and so forth, where are these other nominations? And again, network TV, among others, and, and big movie houses, they're all going to streaming services now and their original content. Yeah. Interesting,
1: you know, And I have noticed the one thing we've complained about cable over the years is that there's no a la carte service. And I think that this, mm-hmm. these kind of hundreds of streaming services is the closest we're ever going to probably get to a la carte services, even though when you finally get what you want or all the services you need, you're going to be paying more than you've been paying for cable. Oh, of course. And we've proven that several times. Didn't you get some new thing from Comcast recently? Yeah, I, I went on to the, my Comcast app because I was trying to figure out, if, you know, if there was any uh, deals. And it said I had a new deal available in my area. So that I saw that I could get the same low Internet I had. I have their their bottom tier. I get 25 gigabit service or 25 megabit service. I wish it was 25 yeah, gigabit. <laughs> gigabit. I was
0: going to say, I've got one gig, and, and that's more than any. Other people I know around here, but, but
1: you know, I got 25 megabit service. Yeah. I've been paying eighty dollars a month for, or seventy dollars plus taxes and fees, whatever. Stupidly, ridiculously yeah. expensive. But I said that I, I can now get the same internet for sixty dollars a month, so ten dollars less, and get a free Flex streaming box, which is their set top box. Oh, so I said, uh, does that include like a DVR as part of it? No, it's kind of like their kind of like Fire TV. Thing. Oh. <laughs>
0: So they're trying to compete with the likes of Fire TV.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I signed up for it mainly because I wanted the cheaper internet. I got the box in the mail. It's just it's still just sitting in the UPS box on my dining room table. I'm in no hurry to hook it up. I well, mainly got it just because...
0: Why wouldn't you? Because of the cheaper internet?
1: Yeah, that's the main reason so I got a it. it'll sit in the box. Plus, I have my Fire Stick on my TV, which is how I made my my old dumb TV smart. I've got a Fire Stick connected to it, but my it's connected in through my soundbar, which only has one HDMI input. Uh, if gotcha. I have to plug this this other streaming box in, I'm not going to replace my Fire Stick, so I have to get an, either an HDMI switch or... And this or...
0: so-called Flex box doesn't have, like, another HDMI input you could switch no, to? Or... Whoever would have thought we would have been calling our older TVs dumb TVs. Yeah. <laughs> but... You are. Speaking of uh, uh, Samsung and cell phones, as you were a couple of minutes ago, Huawei plans to start charging Samsung and Apple for access to its 5G wireless patents, which could bring in more than $1.2 billion in revenue. The Chinese, of course, tech company Huawei claims that the U.S. imposed sanctions should not affect its ability to license its technology to U.S. companies. So, their spy stuff that's been alleged with Huawei apparently wouldn't be as part of the license of their technology. I'm sure the Chinese have figured out a way to do it anyway. I'm sure. But they're licensing their technology and going to get over a billion dollars from Samsung and Apple.
1: Let's see what happens. Well, speaking of uh, forcing uh, tech companies to do something in compliance with Russian law, users setting up a new iPhone in Russia starting on April 1st, will see a screen that allows them to automatically install apps that are officially sanctioned by the Russian government. The law passed back in 2019 and requires smartphones, tablets, laptops, desktops, and smart TVs sold in Russia to come pre-installed with specific apps made by Russian companies. A Russian news site says that apps won't be installed if users don't want them. And Apple confirmed that it will comply with the law by giving the users the option to install the apps when activating the phone. Yet. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if we can get a law like that passed here so that the Into Tomorrow app can be automatically included on every phone and tablet. Sure.
0: I'm sure that'll be not a problem. Well, first of all, everybody listening already has our app anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't try to participate using it.
1: You know, we Yet, should but it's being fixed.
0: It's being fixed. We we do need to say, if you've tried to participate on the show in the last couple of months with our app that we tout like crazy, we apologize. We found out, much to our chagrin, I wish that was the only word we were using when we found out <laughs> that those app calls weren't all making it to us. Yikes. So if you haven't heard your call addressed, let's assume that it didn't make it and stand by because we're allegedly pushing out. Dimitri's working very hard day and night to update the app and the SMTP server info and all the stuff that even I don't care about in terms of getting too technical um, is being dealt with. And it'll work again very, very soon, we're told. But in the meantime, we have yet another way for folks to participate and I think it's as cool. Have you been to our website it is, lately? It is
1: as cool. It is as cool.
0: <laughs> Visit tomorrow.com on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, whatever, on your on your boot, whatever, however you get to our website, and look on the right-hand side. And it kind of follows you, a little tiny thing, follows you all along. And it says, Ask Dave, and a little microphone. You can click that, and on your tablet or phone or Uh, boot or computer, using its microphone, you can ask a question, make a comment, say hi, do whatever, and send that to the studio. We are going to give some random prizes out to the first big handful of folks that do that. So let's see what happens, because we know where it comes from and how. That's how we ultimately learned we weren't getting all the app calls.
1: Well, and we have a call coming up later in the show. It was uh, the day that we set this up just as a test? We hadn't even promoted it yet, and immediately we got a phone call from a listener. That really? Late. Yes. Oh gosh! So coming up, I believe, is next hour.
0: I love our <laughs> listeners. They're on the ball. See, folks, visit into dot com regularly, and uh, and check with us and participate in various and sundry ways. So we love it, and we love our listeners. Oh, real quick, may I toot our radio horn for a moment? Toot toot. Thank you. Broadcast radio get this, continues to retain the largest share of audio listening of any media. But podcasts continue to be the fastest-growing segment. Edison Research's latest share of ear study <laughs> kind of an interesting way to put it shows 90 or I'm sorry, shows 39 percent of all time spent listening to audio each day was with AM and FM radio. The fourth quarter 2020 number, based on a rolling four-quarter average, shows broadcasters have a share more than twice as large as streaming audio, and more than four times greater than satellite radio, of course. So thank you to our loyal radio listeners and all of our new podcast followers, too especially now that we're working with our friends at Blueberry Podcasting. Very cool. Lisa in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, listens to and subscribes and follows. We love it. The Into Tomorrow podcast. Hi, Lisa.
1: We currently have an Xfinity set up here in our home, and we've been having some instability issues wonky connection issues during the day. Hmm. Initially, I thought it was because we now have three adults working from our home. However, I was on a Zoom call with my family and I was the only one on it. And of course, the same thing happened again. We do have a booster, but just doesn't seem to be helping with these instability issues. On our phones and on our computer, it shows that we have a strong signal. But again, we're still experiencing either being kicked off some of these conference calling apps or being kicked out of our VPNs from the companies that we are working for. Hmm. So any guidance, thoughts, prayers you have for us would be really helpful. (laughs) Thank you, Dave.
0: You're welcome, Lisa. I like how she added in prayers because that's what it's about. Oh, and, and tell your hubby Scott that I said hello and please wave his magic wand again. Toward my vocal cords. But Lisa, the fact that you get kicked out of both Zoom and your VPN is rather telling. Zoom requires very low bandwidth to work. If you had as little as, say, half a megabit per second, you could probably use it without any issues, at least for voice calls. Zoom also tries to adjust the bandwidth and give you warnings in case there's trouble. Now, the VPN is an even more extreme case. It shouldn't care less about speed at all, as long as your connection is still active. Both of those added to the fact that you see a good signal strength on all of your devices points to something that the booster won't be able to fix, and that is a problem between the modem and the outside world.
1: Yeah, of course, Zoom and your VPN would both disconnect if their link to the outside world dropped, but the Wi-Fi signal would stay the same because it's being generated from within your home, and it's not affected by whether or not there's an active internet connection. Unfortunately, that leaves you really with only two possible issues, neither of which unfortunately is easy to fix. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the problem uh, might be your home's wiring, for example, a bad connection somewhere between your modem and whatever Xfinity is using to reach the outside world or worse yet, outside the walls of your home and somewhere in the run between Xfinity switch and your driveway. Either way, you're probably going to need to have a tech look at it to try to pinpoint where things are failing, and depending on how much work they want to put in, or it may or may not be simple to get it fixed.
0: Yeah, now before you try to talk to them, again, this is Concast, we're talking about uh, before you try to talk to them into believing there's an issue with the physical network, you can try to get your modem replaced. It could just be failing And it could be the source of the problems. Now, that would be an easy enough fix. Unplug the old one and plug in a new one. But it will only solve your issue if the problem is within the modem, as I mentioned.
1: Yeah, and generally with any of these companies, if a problem is outside your house, that's the only time they'll cover any repair costs. If they have to come in because of a wiring problem inside the home, Mm -hmm. you're going to end up paying for a, a service call.
0: And it's been our experience, especially with Comcast. They're going to point fingers toward you and your stuff regardless. That's kind of, you know... Uh, tech 101 for these people.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, But if you replace your modem and your connection suddenly disappears and comes back on its own, we're leaning towards cabling issues over that modem. Uh, but the modem is the simplest fix, so it might be worth trying to have it replaced in case you get lucky and you don't have to deal with the bigger problem.
0: And we certainly hope and pray for you as well, Lisa. Let us know what ends up working. I wish we had more uh, satisfying results for you. And keep in mind, if you're listening while driving or something, don't worry. We've got all those notes, so you can go over them at your leisure. You can hear your call. And read our notes, not only for Lisa, but everyone else with a similar issue at intotomorrow.com. Back with more in a couple of moments.
2: How? Ow. This is the sound of managing your type 1 diabetes using finger sticks. How? This is the sound of managing your diabetes with the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Learn more at Dexcom.com. Finger sticks required for diabetes treatment decisions if symptoms or expectations do not match readings.
1: I can't get my computer to work.
2: Let me help you with that.
1: How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way.
0: We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Here's another little quick into tomorrow tech tidbit for you. I don't know how techy it is, but Coca-Cola owns all website URLs that can be read as, ah, uh, all the way up to 62 H's.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> we talk about into tomorrow. We've misspelled tomorrow on purpose several times to have other domains. Cause that's one of those words, especially as you're typing, wait, two Ms, two O's, hold on two r's. Two, you know, it can get a little confusing into tomorrow. So we, Did the same thing, but we
1: didn't do, like, up to 62 Oros. Maybe we should (laughs) have. Yeah, maybe we should have. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. Starting your own podcast is easy. Just go to Blueberry.com and get your free trial. That's Blueberry without the E's. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. And,
0: of course, we have new guests coming up, too. We've spoken to a couple of cool people just
1: this week, including... Yeah, stay tuned. We'll be chatting with Titus C. He's the co-founder of Coral UV. They've got a countertop product that combines UV sterilization and drying of just about anything that will fit inside this thing to keep your family safe.
0: Yeah. Now, you've, if you've got a newborn, for example, you've really got to pay attention. But if you have kids at all or if you are alive... and want to stay that way and want to stay that way (laughs) we're going to talk about this and we show you how it all works at intotomorrow.com
1: amid an ongoing pandemic political transition market volatility and economic uncertainties in the u.s and abroad staying on track financially is a challenging task right now alex gonzalez is a wealth manager and financial planning expert Alex, what is the difference between building wealth and merely preserving it?
2: individuals focused on growth are really looking into the future with certain goals in mind. Then you have those that are focused more on preserving their wealth. In preserving
1: assets, you're really focused on maintaining your purchasing powers. You want your dollar tomorrow to be
2: worth as much as it is today.
1: Is now the time to be aggressive or to play it safe?
2: We recommend a long-term balanced approach that allows for reasonable appreciation combined with some downside protection. There's a lot of emotion tied to money in the markets, and you've got to have a plan. you got to keep it long-term, execute, and stick to what is important. For more information, you can reach out to regions.com slash wealthmanagement. We're happy to address these questions and, and a lot more in terms of financial planning.
0: Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline in our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech, products and services, all kinds of gadgets and gizmos, various and sundry things involving consumer electronics available today and into tomorrow. So we thank you for tuning in. Thank you even more when you participate on the program and An even new way to participate. When you visit us at intotomorrow.com, on the right-hand side, you should see a little Ask Dave button with a microphone. You can participate that way, and we'd love to hear from you. Or the old-fashioned way still works, anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, at 800-899-INTO. 800-899-4686. We want to hear from you. Our next guest is with a leading Canadian company that specializes in a product that combines UV sterilization and drying to keep your family safe. The co-founder of a company called Coral UV is Titus C. Titus, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir?
2: Thank you for having me. great.
0: It's a pleasure to have you. Tell me a little bit about Coral UV and then we'll get into the product itself.
2: So uh, Coral UV, uh, we're actually a relatively newer company. Uh, we've been in the space for about uh, three years. And uh, for, ever since those three years, uh, we've entered the market. Uh, we we sell pretty well in terms of all the big markets and whatnot. And uh, primarily, uh, newborn families actually use our product. But of course, we're trying to expand the space of which... Uh, Consumers use this. Us. Got
0: gotcha. you. So you say primarily uh, families with newborns are using the product. Um, and why is that? How does it then
2: work? So uh, basically uh, the great thing about a UV a sterilizer is that basically it can uh, take the DNA structure of any bacteria, virus, and whatnot, and it'll wipe it out completely. So because of that, uh, it's great for dealing with anything that... People with uh, compromised immune systems or a little bit weaker can deal with. And let's be honest, the weakest people that we usually can think of are babies.
0: Yeah, true. So- either either ba- babies or the elderly. But either way, it's yeah. important to have some UV sterilization. And we're noticing on your video, and again, the video available at intotomorrow.com, that... Um, Uh, they're putting in baby bottles and and nipples and just, I mean, all sorts of things that one would, of course, use uh, with an infant. And how important is it? Uh, to be able to really sterilize everything. I mean, years past, it used to be putting everything in a big pot and boiling it, you know, um, and and at least, you know, to a point where it doesn't destroy it. But there was always that risk. You know, if the water gets too hot, then it starts melting plastic. I'm guessing that's not the case with your product.
2: Yeah, so the great part is that this product makes sure that it's all material safe. Mm -hmm. So you can put in anything from electronics, like your iPad, your cell phone, uh, all the way to baby products and makeup brushes. So this is why uh, for us it's we always believe this part. If it's good enough for your baby, it's good enough for anything else. So that's why like for such a product like this it's important because um we learned that it's not just babies who need it. Uh occasionally, you know, we need to help and COVID has taught us a lot about uh viruses and bacteria. I mean, all
0: yeah, very true. And I'm, I'm assuming that in the post-COVID world, as we try to get back to normal, whatever that is, that sterilization becomes even more
2: important. Oh, yeah, of course, definitely. Uh, so this product has really exploded during COVID. Uh, so even post-COVID, like you're saying, would be great. For sure.
0: Um, the product is available. In fact, I understand you already have a version two coming out. What is the, the cost of the current product and how does one obtain it?
2: So currently the cost is uh, in the U.S. Uh, we primarily, uh, MSRP is 169 but a lot of times we sell it for 149 in the U.S. dollars. Uh, uh, for anybody who's a Canadian audience, that would be 199 in Canadian. Uh, so that's typically the price you can find. Uh, you can also find it in almost every major box store. Uh, they do sell it in Walmart online, Amazon. Um, so it's pretty widely available.
0: Oh, very good. Now, the Coral UV2 is coming out. Uh, how soon and how is it different?
2: So uh, we believe it'll come out in May. Uh, so what will happen is that it's it's about the gradual improvement. So it'll be an LED lighting. So it'll, it'll save some energy. We'll also have increased interior spacing. So you can put even bigger things. So of course your your larger iPads or your tablets, you can toss them right in. Uh, so it's great for. Uh, we've had a lot of doctors who've told us they love it. Insurance brokers, like, just they love it because they have to take all these electronics with them and go to different customers and different people.
0: Now, that's a good point, Titus. Apparently, if you are, in fact, taking your items outside, maybe someone else is handling it. You know, you're handing someone a, a tablet to look at your proposal or, or what have you. Um, you Now they're touching it and you don't want to be trying to wipe it all down with a, a cotton uh, wipe every so often. It sounds like this is a very effective way to do it. How long do items have to stay in the coral UV in order to be sanitize properly?
2: So typically 10 minutes is more than enough time. Uh, And there are settings that you can customize the time to make it longer if it makes you feel better. But 10 minutes is more than enough. And usually 10
0: minutes does the job, kills all the germs, uh, sterilizes everything, right? Yes. Yeah. What are you finding uh, that folks that don't have babies, I mean, you mentioned, of course, your phones and tablets and, and things of that nature. What are you finding that people are using it for mostly?
2: So a lot of people use it for cell phones because, let's be honest, nowadays we take our cell phones everywhere. Yeah.
0: It's and you put it down on anything. a counter when you're making a payment or trying to deal with something. So who knows, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's a big one. Uh, CPAP machines are really big ah. uh, for uh, a lot of our users, uh, as, as well as you know, anything from even their keys. And um, we've even had like auto body shops who've wanted it because uh, customers feel you know, a little bit better. Uh, just to have that cleaned up and whatnot. And uh, all, a lot of kind of businesses uh, that, you know, glasses stores and all those other things that you are taking outside.
0: So you really can't uh, sanitize anything that shouldn't be sanitized. It's like anything can be cleaned in that manner, right?
2: Exactly. I mean, for us, it's always about um, you can clean anything you want to clean. Uh, you know, we're not the kind of company that uh, advocates that that you have to clean everything in existence. We're just saying that we wanna make a tool for you to make your life easier when you want to. Gotcha.
0: And I like the attitude of, if you feel you want to clean it, whatever it is, and if it'll fit in in the device, then clean it, right? It's not gonna hurt anything. You're not immersing it in water. You're not destroying uh, some electronics or anything put it in let it have its 10 minutes uh, although i know some people can't be away from their phone for 10 minutes so maybe that's a problem <laughs> but they you know at some point you have to kind of realize that that's going to make a difference i'm glad you mentioned the cpap uh, my son uses one and and was for a very short time using a different kind of actual CPAP cleaner and said he hated the fact that it it smelled like ozone, which is of course a clean smell, I guess, but it was irritating when he would then put it back on at night, so he stopped using the cleaner. Uh, Is there any after effect or odor or can you tell once something has been sanitized other than saying, well, this looks clean? Is there well, any? Is there uh, anything that would that would then bother someone like a CPAP or or a mask or something they might be cleaning?
2: Well, typically, I think the the one thing is that uh, for most bacteria that it kills, uh, there really isn't much of an odor. Uh, we've actually that's why we implement the drying system, mm-hmm. is that there's a fan inside. So after the UV has done all its you know wonderful business, uh, the fan will try to blow out and clear out the air. Because when you kill some of that bacteria, uh, uh, smell is kind of natural, but uh, that's why we have the filtration air system, uh, which we use also a uh, hospital grade HEPA filter uh, to make sure that, you know, you can have like the clean air going Mm -hmm. through and getting rid of that smell that you, well, nobody likes, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. So that, that HEPA filter
0: is where it traps all the now dead bacteria, I'm assuming. Yeah. Gotcha. But what makes the Coral UV different from competitors? I mean, you're not the only one on the market that has a sterilization system. So I'm wondering why would folks look at your system versus others?
2: Well, I mean, it's it's a variety of reasons. Uh, One is uh, a lot of people who uses our uh, system like this type of machine, Mm -hmm. uh, their modeling is different. So uh, to begin with, we use what we call a top down approach. Uh, So uh, it creates a maximum exposure. Uh, one thing that um, most people don't know uh, and they don't focus on is that UV light does not go through glass or plastic. Oh. So even if it's transparent, it doesn't go through it. So what happens is when you have all these models that are um, what I call the mini-fridge version, because yeah. they open like a mini-fridge, uh, they have a top-down approach with the light bulbs at the top. The problem is when you put a bunch of things at the top, then the light does not really go through to anything at the bottom. Whoa. So you're really... Not cleaning anything in the bottom, but you're you think you are
0: yeah, you get a false so the, sense of security that everything is taken care of, but it's
2: not exactly, so uh for us you know that's that's the reason why we are the first in the market to use uh the current approach that we use, which is the the top down uh, with the siding so that you can move a baskets left and right, but uh, it has full exposure along with um of course. Uh, we have the mirror-like features of our siding, and it'll bounce the light around. Oh, very so you can have that maximum exposure.
0: So, so it's almost kind of like a dishwasher that gets every little nook and cranny of your dishes, only it's not spewing water; it's spewing UV light that's killing all this bacteria.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's it. that's one of the main things. Yeah. And uh, for us, I mean, uh, I always say it's always about quality, and it's always about. Uh, we're really focused on getting it right. Gotcha. For me, the first person who ever used this product is my own son when I, when I have a newborn baby. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't experiment with the life of my own child. Oh, of course not. So, <laughs> yeah. so I believe in the quality of this, of this product in the company.
0: Very good. And back again real quick to the uh, Coral UV2. When it's available in May, what will it be costing? Do you have a price yet?
2: It will be costing exactly the same. Okay, Exactly the same. So, improved LEDs quality without the cost.
0: Got you. Okay. Well, terrific. And what you have indicated in comparison to others makes perfect sense. Uh, You Mm -hmm. want to make sure you're getting top and bottom and sides and everything taken care of. So that's important. And I'm thinking in terms of of maybe people that don't have infants but have toddlers or kids at all, uh, or even adults. You've got a favorite stuffed animal or something. Maybe you can fit it inside, and it'll. Clean the stuffed animal without hurting it
2: too, yeah, for sure. I mean this is um, we like to think of it as just another appliance in your kitchen or bathroom or whatever. It could just be any appliance that you use. Stuffed animal toys are one of our top reasons uh-huh. uh, simply because you know when we when when kids love those stuffed animals, they bring them everywhere, and uh, they tend to sometimes they suck on it or yeah. whichever purpose. They're hard, one of the hardest things to clean.
0: Oh, for sure, and I guess toys in general, especially the younger they are, where everything automatically goes to the mouth, oh, <laughs> so yes, definitely. a parent can just feel comfortable, even in their own home, knowing they're killing any bacteria. And it's not just a matter of kill COVID; there's still bacteria and, and germs and everything else in our homes
2: anyway. Uh, yeah, and it, so- it also applies to like say our reusable masks mm-hmm. that we wear, uh, or for athletes it could be their mouth guards or you know, whatever purpose.
0: Terrific. Voices. Well, more information, of course, in addition to seeing Titus in the interview and the video where we're showing the product at intotomorrow.com, visit CoralUV.com, and we'll get you there too when you visit our site. Titus, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. Uh, let us know when version two is out. We're happy to share that info with our audience and uh, keep up the good work. I'm sure there'll be other versions available as well.
2: Thank you very much.
0: It's our pleasure. I'm Dave Graveline bringing you further into tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. Don't go away.
1: Welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 to get more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000.
0: Jump aboard the time machine. You got mail. Time to head into yesterday with
1: This Week in Tech History.
0: History, 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 history. Here's Chris. I, I hope everyone plays along while they're listening to us do that on the radio or podcast or stream or however you hear us, because that's what makes it fun. So when we introduce Chris with Tech History, 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 we want you to say it out loud. And don't feel weird about anyone around you going, why, why is he or she doing that? You're part of the show.
1: Yeah, especially if you're sitting on a train on your way to work listening to the podcast and just, you know, you've got your headphones on and all of a sudden people turn around when you just blurt out history.
0: History, history. 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 But you've got to do it like reverb and, and fainting and going away. Yeah. Just don't, don't you faint.
1: Right. This week in 1857, Elisha Otis installed an elevator at 488 Broadway in New York City. Elevators had been in operation before this, including those made by Otis, but they primarily moved freight. This was the first elevator intended to move people. Uh? In 1954 this week, Radio Corporation of America, or RCA, began commercial production of TV sets that were equipped to receive programs in living color. Uh To get one of those huge sets, television buyers spent $1,000 and more. And that was in 1954 dollars. Yep. In 1981, RCA put its Vision laser disc players on the market. Soon, the product was called the Edsel of the Entertainment Field after the Ford Edsel automobile, which failed miserably. The units cost $500, and the video discs were about $15 each. And that combination failed to catch the consumer's fancy. I'm
2: too sexy for my
1: shirt. Uh, Didn't I have that on laser vision too? That probably. I thought so. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Yeah. In 1990, Microsoft Windows 3.0 was released. This version offered dramatic performance increases for Windows applications yeah, and that uh, that old sound, plus advanced ease of use and aesthetic appeal. I just love that sound. I know. It, do you miss it? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but it was an interesting tech history thing. Yes. Yeah. In 2001 this week, Russia's orbiting Mir space station ended its 15-year Earth orbit with a fiery plunge into the South Pacific. And this week in 2006, the social media site Twitter was founded. Now, after only 15 years, the popular social media platform has around 340 million users with over half a billion tweets sent per day. You know, I think that's all part of uh, the Internet. Uh, During my service in the United States Congress, uh, I took the initiative in creating the Internet.
0: Gee, thank you, Al Gore. Uh
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All I can say about that... Most... Illogical. Yeah. That's our look back at this week in tech history brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer tech and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com.
0: Please tell me that DVM, Dave's Voice Matters, will be back long before we have to go to IFA in Berlin because one way or another we're going, even be- if you have to do all the interviews.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'll,
0: I'll run the board or something.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I have a feeling that uh, that's going to be a trending hashtag on Twitter in the next week. Hashtag <laughs> DVM.
0: And then people would say, doctor of veterinary medicine? Because that's what I first thought when he said, I'm going to start a movement DVM. And it's like, okay. And, it's, and then he went, equals Dave's voice matters. Okay. Maybe we got to find a better way to say that. Yeah. But I hope it does. Hope your ears matter, too, and you put up with me. Intotomorrow.com, you would do me an incredible favor, and I would feel so much better. If you visit us there and sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter, oh, and subscribe and follow our Into Tomorrow podcasts.
1: don't keep it.
0: Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. When you call in and participate, when we hear you on the radio, you automatically win prizes. We've got a bunch of goodies. Pay attention because no promises, no guarantees, but mention one or two of the following items. If you would like one of those, we'll do our best to try to get it to you. For example...
1: From Infinicore, we've got some more Wally grip, detachable wallet grip and stands for your smartphone. Oh, those
0: are very handy. Yes. Oh, that's cool. From Turtle Beach, they sent us some stealth 700
1: wireless gaming headsets to share with you. From LFO, an infrared e-therm ear and forehead thermometers for babies, kids, and adults. Now,
0: that pretty much covers... covers... Covers everybody. Yeah. From Benji Lock, their fingerprint padlocks, the key is at your fingertip. Ooh, see what they did there? I like that.
1: From Pet Peanut, we still got some of those Pet Peanuts. This is a fun new way to manage your tech rage.
0: And again, sorry to remind you that it's tax season. Even though they're extending the deadline, don't wait to the last minute. If you've not yet done your taxes, we've got TurboTax online codes, good for any of their products, to help you file your income tax fast and easily, and that includes your federal and state, if you don't live in Florida, where we don't have a state income tax. <laughs>
1: nanny, nanny,
0: nanny. <laughs> uh, but we, we've we got codes to share with you. Let us know if you can use one of those as well. You see how easy? Now, what's the number to call anytime,
1: 24-7? 800-899-INTO. That's 800 800-899- Eight nine nine four six eight six, Or you can go to intutomorrow.com and click on that Ask Dave button and send us a question that way. Over there on the right side.